Yo, 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 it's the Fat Daddy Experience. And uh, currently I'm just experiencing a shit ton of technical difficulties, so I'm just going to ramble. So, <clears throat> there's a really cool show about curses called Jujutsu Kaisen. It's on Crunchyroll. Uh, I don't know if it's exclusively streaming there or not. Whatever. If it is or not. I'm going to apologize in advance for my shorter recordings. I will try to do multiple of them. But, uh, man, it's like <laughs> I've been trying to record shows and my equipment is garbage. Um, anyway, so Jujutsu Kaisen, alright, it's about curses, basically, like negative energy from people generates these curses. The curses take physical form. And because it takes physical form due to whatever variety of trauma that exists in the world, we all know there's a vast array of trauma in the world. Um, you get these creatures, and then you have these jujutsu sorcerers who eliminate said creatures. Um, Itadori Yuji is the protagonist. Um, and has a potential to become an antagonist due to his swallowing of one of the 20 fingers of Sukuna. <laughs> Sounds so weird, but very good show, very cool show. Lots of uh, good shonen animation, great manga. So the, the manga, as it's translated into the show so far, they have not deviated at all from... The original plot. Uh, I think it's pretty cool. Uh, strongly recommend it. Check it out. The series is currently ongoing, so you know they didn't get too far ahead either. There's like over a dozen of them manga out. Seven of them in English published, and they're only up to roughly the third volume. So. They are on episode 11, though, so I don't know how they're breaking the seasons apart due to COVID. Anyway, please check it out. It's very interesting. The creatures are interesting. The fight scenes are definitely interesting. It deals with a plethora of topics. Uh, I said topics. Man, I'm tired. I'm struggling. Um, <laughs> a plethora of subjects, including, you know, trauma, bullying, manipulating other people. Issues and negativity and dark energy that emerges from those types of experiences and their manifestations in the form of curses who these jujutsu sorcerers then have to fight. Anyway, great show. Check it out. Moving on, uh, there is a random Daniel Radcliffe movie called Guns Akimbo. Pretty cool action movie. I would actually recommend you watch it. Poor Daniel was talking shit on the internet. Boom! He gets these guns nailed to his hands, and then he's forced to fight to the death with other people in this fight to the death game because he was popping shit online. So people watch him fight for his life, and he tries to stay alive with this stuff nailed to his hands. It's hilarious, particularly because I don't uh, know if people remember. 
I'm actually trying to remember myself. What was the movie? Ah, uh, yes. Jim Carrey was in a movie called Yes Man. And in the movie Yes Man, his boss was like this Harry Potter geek. And the boss who was a Harry Potter geek is in Guns Akimbo as a homeless guy who talks to Dan and Rack because he was the guy who played Harry Potter. So their whole interaction to me was pretty fucking hilarious. Uh, <laughs> it's a good action movie. I'm not saying, you know, it was designed and made for your brain to expand into an infinite set of cosmic, cosmological abilities to discern the very essence of reality, but it's visceral, it's funny, it's fucking weird, so I recommend it. Anyway, um, another topic, because I'm just going to jump around, because this is like my third or fourth time trying to record a podcast. Um, <laughs> something hilarious. Uh, Rick and Morty, man. Rick and Morty season four. There's not enough I can possibly say about Rick and Morty season four. Hilarious. Particularly the episodes. Just all of them, but I'm just going to talk about random stuff from roughly the first three or four episodes. Um, because no, I am not a professional at this. I'm just some jerk talking about stuff he's watched, so bear with me if you're interested in this jerk's opinion. That's why it's called the Fat Daddy Experience. Anyway, the whole Death Crystal episode was hilarious. Uh, the fact that Morty finds out that Jessica just... <laughs> wanted to say I love you to people who were dying, hilarious. I mean, to me, just hilarious. But him touching the crystal and making every decision based on the crystal, hilarious. The fact that he let his grandfather die <laughs> just because he's, like, so into this Jessica girl. And, I mean, we see what type of character Jessica is in the show, so... Not so worthwhile as Morty. I mean, the funniest things in that episode is that he actually, I mean, it's terrible, but it's dark comedy, so who cares? He kills people when he goes into his, you know, the cure death mode, and he sends them, he seeks out to protect him, and he liquidates some people, all because, you know, he, he thinks that he's going to fall in love with Jessica, and as he's dying, she's going to be there for him, but in reality, that's just a career choice. She was pretty, pretty funny stuff. Um, and then the whole anti-heist episode, because, you know, I got to see a little bit of the, you know, after the episode input, and apparently, you know, the creators of Rick and Morty are not big into heist films, and, you know, the whole double-crossing of the double-crossing of the double-crossing of the double-crosser type dynamic, and, uh, I mean, the episode's funny in and of itself, but the best part is, like, the post credit scene with Mr. Poopy Butthole, where he's talking about how he got fired as a professor at that university because he beat up the students and they were all hospitalized. And <laughs> I was just thinking, you know, <laughs> if you went to the college and you had a professor, and my man's name was Mr. Poopy Butthole. <laughs> First of all, that's funny as hell. But secondly, that he actually beat down other students. And you're on campus and you're like, yo, what happened to those fools? And like, oh, their professor whooped their ass and put them in the hospital. Which professor? 
Oh, you know that little dude with that little black top hat? Mr. Poopy Bow. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. I mean, that's just my point of view. But I think it's it's hilarious. Anyway, moving on again, because I have the shortest attention span known to humankind. Uh, Attack on Titan, the final season, part one. Season is going to be the final season is going to be split up into two parts, each sixteen episodes. So obviously, final season, part one, is on now. Um, Attack on Titan is crazy, man. I have to say it's one of the greatest anime manga ever created. Uh, it's dense. It's full of information. And it, you know, deals with a multitude of topics exceptionally well. Um, the complexity of characters, you know, whether they're a hero or a villain relative to their perceptual grid the way they interact with each other and the way they interact with the world and how they define themselves within the world. I think it's fantastic. Um, the first season begins like something out of Saving Private Ryan. I mean, it's just insane. Um, and if you, you know, seen Game of Thrones season Private Ryan, seen um, Platoon, um, you know, like a mix of war movies, um, obviously supernatural, superpower elements, and, and just like, you know, discussing family, nation, tribe, allegiances, and, you know, um, like just the depth of information in Attack on Titan is truly phenomenal, um, and it's dark, man, Attack on Titan is a very very dark series um, only two episodes into the first part of the final season and uh, I look forward to every single one I, I despise having to wait weekly but you know that's part of how you know television works <laughs> anyway um, back daddy sort of back uh, I'm will try my best to see how these recordings work um, They've been going really rough. I may have to reevaluate my equipment post holidays, but definitely check that out. Um, also, there is a show called Moriarty the Patriot. I'm just gonna give a quick rundown and then shut this one down so I can put it in the can. Uh, Moriarty the Patriot is William James Moriarty. He is a nobleman. However, he was not one by birth. He was an orphan who was adopted into a noble family. Uh, the noble family, most of them were killed, uh, except for one being the eldest son. And basically what this guy does is he kills nobles. But he doesn't do so wantonly. He does so in the vein of a Dexter type where he has a code. Basically the code is to eliminate any aristocrat who has tendencies of abuse and murder towards the general population of the peasantry. So he utilizes his hyper intellectual skills to eliminate certain aristocrats from existence because they have a tendency towards abusing 
and killing peasants because they don't feel like they are equals or they are, they are even human beings or they are worth anything. So, you know, thus far in the series, they're, you know, examining the exploits of this Moriarty patriot character. And uh, what's interesting is that he's taken from Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's Sherlock Holmes series. He was in three of the short stories as a character. This Moriarty, he's obviously not that young. Um, he's a, a spin off the original source material. And they even bring Sherlock Holmes into the story. So far, it's a pretty cool manga. They haven't released a lot of volumes here. I've, I've only looked at one. Um, but it's a pretty good story. Pretty good storytelling. Pretty good pacing. Interesting. And then you're going to have these basically clash of the intellectual titans. Um, one who feels that noble life is not worth as much as it is treated. And another who feels that, <coughs> excuse me, no one can make the decision to take a life. Regardless of the actions of that life, they should be dealt with under the law. You can't have a lawless reckoning of illicit illegal behavior purely because it goes against your worldview. So you have that kind of clashing dynamic of perception and senses of justice. So that that tends to create tension and make the story interesting. I, I always kind of enjoy stuff like that. Uh, <clears throat> I enjoyed that Hannibal TV series that ran for three seasons. Uh, you know, Will Graham and Hannibal, and, you know, the two sides of a coin that, you know, they overlap, but they're vastly different. And same thing with Light and Hell and Death Note. Love that series. Love the clash of perceptions, like these notions of justice, like where do they begin, where do they end, who is right, who is wrong, um, what sense of morality has to do with any of it. It's fascinating stuff. So, you know, if you haven't seen Hannibal's live action series, Check it out, it's amazing. I believe now it's streaming on Netflix. Not 100%, about 80% sure it's streaming on Netflix. Really cool show. Also, um, Death Note, I believe, is streaming on Netflix. Don't watch the live action movie if you want to spare yourself the drudgery of taking great original source material, be it the manga or the anime, and then butchering it to death. Die is a bad live action film. Of course, that's a personal judgment. I didn't see the film. Could be great. I doubt it. I, I, I don't. I don't even believe it. So, um, anyway, that's all I got for you now. Because again, I'm having some technical difficulties, but I'll be throwing stuff out there. Um, I wish you and all the people you love wonderful holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Anything That I Forgot, Chinese New Year coming up, whatever it is, Three Kings Day, whatever you believe, whatever you love, just cherish it and enjoy it, try to stay safe in this COVID crazy weather, crazy world environment we're in, uh, and I'll jaw with you guys when I can.
Take care.